All right. We are in business. We have the the powerful <laughs> Seal London. Yes. How would you introduce yourself I've for the world to know? You're a woman of many, many, many talents. Give <laughs> me London here. Yep. You are an actress. Yes. You are an aspiring pilot. <laughs> oh, pilot? <laughs> a singer songwriter. I'm just I'm just saying the ways I see you. Um, but no, you're you're uh, amazing and talented in so many different ways. Thank you. Uh, so thank, thank you. you for joining and blessing us with your presence on today's episode. Thank you. So glad to be here. Uh, of course, of course. How have you been? I've been good. I've been good. Yeah. Um, considering I've been excellent. Yeah. How was your week or weekend? My weekend has been stupendously useless in the sense that <laughs> I've, well, I guess it hasn't been useless. I've been doing a lot of relaxing and, and resting and uh, actually listened to a few great podcasts. So that's been oh, nice. Um, stayed in for the most part. Mm -hmm. uh, the weather is, is uh, oh, yeah, the not been the best. It's been uh, raining a lot. Rain is nice. I uh, don't like rain at all. I hate rain. It has its place. <laughs> hate is a strong word. <laughs> I um, don't like rain. I think people that live in the deserts and uh, other dry areas would disagree with you on that. But mm, I guess. Um, but yeah, the weather has been hasn't been too bad. Yeah. Um, you know, it's funny enough. I was watching uh, one of the movies I was watching recently this this past weekend, mm -hmm. and I was thinking about um, how effortless. The acting was and, and how amazing the actors and actresses did in their roles yeah uh i also came across a conversation mm -hmm. um about denzel washington and oh. um what's his name the guy that did snakes on a plane i don't know what, i can't believe oh. i'm forgetting his name snakes right now on a plane? yeah yeah uh. come on he's a legendary actor nick fury Avengers. Snakes on the plane. Snakes on the plane. Samuel L. Jackson. I can't. Oh, I can't believe you. You blanked too. You're. You're. Yeah, yeah, you're an yeah. actress. So. Uh, yes. I. Yes, I am. <laughs> um, but yeah, I came across. I blanked a, on that one. I came across a conversation about the differences in your acting skills and mm -hmm. and how um, the argument for some people was how great Denzel is as an actor, mm -hmm. and the argument for the other side was how. Um, Samuel L. Jackson is great as an actor and how he could play some of his roles. Right. I was and gonna go say, ahead. No, like, isn't it just depending on the kind of role they each had? And that was the way, I, that's that's how I was looking at it. Um, yeah. The idea that we're trying to, what they were trying to do was compare both of them and oh, talk about their, um, their best roles. We're putting their best roles mm -hmm. um, against each other. And, uh, to me, when it comes to acting, I feel like that's something that's hard to do. They're they're both great and talented in their own right. Yeah, actually. Um, obviously, Samuel L. Jackson has some classics. Has Kill Bill. Has Pulp Fiction. Um, he's been in the Avengers. Um, he he was in Mr. Glass. I think it's one of the mo more underrated movies. But mm -hmm. Mr. Glass was really really good. I actually um, don't think there's really any comparison because they're just. Yeah. Great in their own in their own right. Yeah. Even Django. Yeah. 
Django. Uh, Django is a legendary movie. That was a great one. Uh, but the point, the and I want to get your take on this since you're in the entertainment business. But mm. the point they were trying to make was um, Samuel L. Jackson has more range in the sense that he's done a lot of serious movies, and he's also known for doing like more silly roles or being comedic. Yeah. And then when we look at Denzel Washington, all his roles have been very commanding and more yeah. serious. Think about John Q. I mean, uh, I see what they are saying, but yeah. at the same time, it still goes back to, it's, it's almost like me, like, what roles do I accept to play? Right. Some people might see me play certain roles and say, like, oh, this other person has more range. Right, right. Only because they chose to play those roles. Right. Like, if I was Denzel Washington, I said, no, I only want to do serious roles. Right, right. Then a lot of people wouldn't see the other side of me. Yeah. That potentially have other ranges yeah yeah no that makes sense um, that yeah. makes sense yeah. uh, so and that's a great segue into uh this conversation because i was going to ask you what got you into acting how oh, oh. oh my god Do you remember <laughs> uh it's a memory i'll it's a memory i will actually never forget because when i was in actually in nigeria yeah nigeria started it for me uh, i was in I believe primary school, which is called were you around this middle time? school here, I think. So I was, I would say I was 13, 14. Okay. And for whatever reason, they chose me to, to head the drama team at the end of the school semester. So were you taking a drama class at the time? No, no. So okay. there were different, I was on the debating team. I was on different clubs. Okay. And I don't know, this <laughs> someone just chose me to to pretty much coordinate this um, play okay. in school. And I was excited. I was also nervous because I was like, okay, I don't know what this is about. But, you know, it's a good, um, I guess, thing to get my mind off of whatever else it was right. going on. So I really enjoyed it. And then at the end of that play... There was like a standing ovation for for the job you for did. the job wow. not just me but the the play all oh, together gotcha, as a gotcha. whole so we took our bow and all this yay <laughs> and i was that was the moment that was when you not felt the, the rush clap, not, the, not the clap not the ovation <laughs> just the excitement of planning it and actually yeah. performing it uh, you and, got that first and hit that was the day <laughs> I was like, yep, this is it. Yeah. <laughs> this is it. Yeah. Wow. That's yeah. an incredible story. Um, yeah. Do you remember at the time, before this happened, mm -hmm. was there any interest on your end in movies or acting or just is kind of when, you know, things really um, um, started going for you when it comes to, or that's when, this is when you first felt your desire to be an actress? Yes. When I first felt the desire, but even before that, I would write. Poetry. Okay. I had this book where I pretty much wrote a bunch of. At the time, I, I didn't think anything of it. Just write what I was thinking, my thoughts. But they would be like in poetry format. Sure, that makes yeah. sense. Um, but that I did. I was good in art school, and one of my teachers actually said, "Oh, you're gonna be a great artist." Back then, but um, yeah, that. But the acting at the end of the school play was was the actual moment yeah i knew that is so cool yeah that is so cool and at the time what was going through your mind did you from that standpoint 
grow up with the intention I want to be an actress one day or is it something that you just knew that you loved deeply at the time oh I knew this was it yeah I knew I wanted to do this for real yeah so came to the U.S. really young of course and you know how some African parents are you know just go to school get a degree and but my intention was I want to be an actor I just want to be an actor and uh, let me pause you there, so because I hear a lot of even professional mm-hmm. actors and actresses when they're describing a female act actress, they call they say an actor. So is there yeah. a right term? Because I I always say actress, and I just noticed you just said actor. So yeah, is there a delineation between and does it matter? I don't. It, it doesn't matter. That's why I don't call I don't call myself actress. I always I, I'm oh just an actor. interesting. I always thought the male version of an of acting as actor I, and I, the female version is actress like man woman yeah i don't i don't sign up for those <laughs> kind of so why yeah, so why is there roles. again this is just me learning because mm-hmm. i just always assumed yeah that that's how you refer to a male actor and that's actor. how you refer to a female, female. actor i didn't or really, actress or i didn't yeah. really see it as oh i'm calling someone a male actor and calling someone else a female actress i just thought i'm an actor Gotcha, gotcha. There's no female version of acting. Right. An actor is an actor. Kind of like a doctor. There's no female version of doctor. You're going to say doctress. Right, right. Or (laughs) lawyeress. Right, right, right. So that's how I just... Interesting. Okay. Actor seems to be one of the roles where you just put a female version on top of how you pronounce it or call it. Okay. No, that's good to know because I never knew that. And um, sometimes I hear people say actress. Sometimes I hear people say actor. So yeah, I guess it depends on preference too. So I just choose... I don't want to be an actress. I just want to be an actor. Right. Yeah. No, that makes sense. That makes sense. And then growing up, uh, do you remember any movies that you saw that you really fell in love with? Like when you think back to that time in your life? Um, like some, what are your... I absolutely love Titanic. Titanic, yeah. That's, that's like, a cla- I mean, that's a classic. That's just a classic. I saw that movie. I was like, I want to do that yeah. one day. I love that movie. I think that I was just... the first movie that made me cry. Oh, really? Yeah. I should have oh. tear. Oh, wow. I should have crocodile tear. Did we watch it together? N- no. No, yeah. definitely not. Um, yeah. Yeah, that, that movie made me shed a crocodile tear, for sure. <laughs> I was like, man. This, it was so powerful. Um, I, I loved everything about it. I, I th- loved everything about it. I think that's one of the, <laughs> excuse me, main movies that really speaks to the epitome of acting, where you can bring the viewer in. And yeah, um, to the to the to the movie and make them connect exactly. with all the characters, all the ca- or at least the main characters. Right, right, right. And in some form or fashion, I'd like to get your thoughts on this. It mm-hmm. feels like that um, de- depth of acting. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say it's no longer present, but it's more far and few in between. You know, where we don't really see a lot of great movies like that. And I remember in the 90s or late 90s or just mm-hmm. early 2000s in general, almost every movie that came out Was felt special. Epic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, it's hard to kind of see that now. I haven't shed a tear in a while. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's it, it's hard to find that in 2023, pretty yeah. much. Yeah. It was difficult. I think part of it too has to do with the advancement in technology. I think mm-hmm. now in the... Um, entertainment business specifically act specifically acting we lean more on cgi uh we lean more on visual effects Mm -hmm. um i think it's funny enough 
this is one of the best movies ever made as far as even just emo- capturing emotion. But mm-hmm. I think Lord of the Rings really was the first oh, was big movie yeah. to really implement um, a lot of CGI. CGI. Yeah. And I think that kind of changed the way. Yeah, um, that's true. I think it was, a, it was a lightning rod for the movie industry. Yeah, it really was. Yeah. It really was. But I also think it has to do with, I mean, it still comes down to the writing. Yeah. Like, what are you trying to, what are you writing about? Yeah. Because there's there's a lot you can't capture with CGI. Yeah. It still has to do with the actor and the emotions yeah. being captured. I don't think CGI captures emotions. Of course, of course. In that, in that way. In that way. So, yeah. again, it still goes back to what are you writing? What what kind of films are you making? What roles are you putting out there? Yeah. No, that makes yeah. a lot of sense. And speaking of CGI, it it's another good segue because now, as you know, AI is, is becoming a, a oh leader <laughs> um, in the entertainment field and there's a strike yeah. right now as well um, with a lot of writers and actors striking and, and mm-hmm. um, really, really fighting for what they deserve as far as compensation Absolutely. and merging the, you know, a lot of people throw the term around show business Mm -hmm. and it seems like there's always been a huge delineation between the show and the business Yes, and I think that a lot of these corporations where they've gotten lost is they've been putting the business in front of the show exactly and I think what a a lot of what your um, co-workers are fighting for right now has to do with no there is no business without the show without the show (laughs) and uh if anything, it's equally as important. Exactly. You know, and go ahead. Oh, I was even going to show, I mean, say that show. I was going to say that even there's no show without the writers. Oh, well, that's the, the idea. Yeah. Any actors. Yeah. Before the actors even come in. Right. And then post-production and crew and all this other stuff. But I stand with the strike. Of course. I stand You're supposed with to. the strike 100%. <laughs> yeah. Because actors do, I mean we get paid peanuts compared to the business side, right. like you said. So the business is making the bulk of the money. I mean, I spent like days filming. And <laughs> there was even a time where a show was done and I couldn't even find myself in it mm. because of all the edits that went right. into play. But I worked so hard for the show. So imagine if you're working so hard, you may or may not even see yourself in it if you're playing like an extra role or yeah. anything like that and then on top of it you're not even getting paid properly yeah. for it i mean yeah so they in in all sense of the word i agree with the strike yeah and, and this is and i'm glad you brought that up because this is another good um question to bring up so mm-hmm. from your perspective you just mentioned because i'm sure a lot of actors i was gonna say actors and actresses i'm just <laughs> yeah. saying a lot of actors, actors yeah. <laughs> go through this where they put a lot of their blood sweat and tears into certain films certain shows and after it's done and after it's, after it's wrapped up they're belly in it right so mm-hmm. from your perspective um speaking from your perspective and also the perspective of other actors out there yeah. would you rather work hard on a show of course, in a perfect world, you want to be in it as much as possible, or a movie. Yeah, yeah. Work hard on a show. Um, have a lot of scenes in the show, mm-hmm. but for whatever reason, the contract you sign, you'll get paid as much. But you're in. But you're in it. You're in it yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. Or would you prefer to work hard on a show, barely be in it, mm-hmm. but get paid handsomely? 
So do you value your presence that's more and the question. effort you put in, or do you value the I, artistic? I value both. Well, if you have to choose, because a lot of people are not in a position to be to have oh both, right? Um, I know it's a kind of a tough question, but that's a tough question. But if we're gonna play this, I'll rather just get paid. Okay. Just pay me up front. Do as you please. I'll rather be in it. But if you want to edit me out or whatever it is you want to do, cut my scenes short, edit out some of my scenes, go ahead. You already got my money. Okay. Okay. In, in that sense. Okay. And that was kind okay. of a trap question because now I have a follow-up. <laughs> um, so from an artistic perspective, what do you think is more valuable to you as an actor mm-hmm. to be blasted across the world mm-hmm. on thousands of cinemas, right? Yeah. Even if you don't get paid much? Mm-hmm. Um, do you feel like that's more powerful and as far as using that as a tool to launch your career? Or from the, an actor's perspective, it's like, you know what, it doesn't really matter. I got my money. I'll I'll find other gigs. I'll find other, right. I'll book other movies, mm-hmm. other shows, and I'll right. be good. Well, that's a double-edged sword because it's like, again, how are you going to get booked if no one has seen your work? Exactly. Exactly. That's why it was a trap question. <laughs> How are you gonna get booked if no one has seen your work? And you're like, no, I promise you, I've done like over right, films. right. And you have the and money. You're, like, you're uh, you have money. You're not a starving you have money, actor. But the, the money is not really. Yeah, it's paying your bills, but right. it's not reaching your goal right. of being on the big screen. Right. Big screen. Yeah. Um. So that's a tough one. So now that you know both sides, <laughs> I've revealed my card to you. Would you still answer the same way, or would you? Now that you've thought about it, would you say, as an actor, even though it sucks, you're not getting paid much, mm-hmm. you'd rather, you know, show your work, yeah, as an artist, yeah. right? You're an artist, yeah. Um, or would you just feel better, just you know, again, having the check in your bank account and mm-hmm. betting on yourself to book more opportunities? Uh, that's that's really hard because I'm thinking to myself now because I've done I've done both. You've been on both sides, yeah. So I've done work full-fledged film series all that stuff I haven't been paid much and they're saying oh for exposure and I it's, it's so funny I got tired of it I started like not accepting jobs oh, like wow. I don't want to do exposure exposure doesn't pay my bills right right so it's kind of like uh yes and no, and no it's, yeah it's it's a hard position to be in yeah it's a hard position i know it's a hard question to answer yeah Yeah, but if if i didn't if i didn't worry about money or i had some stash of money sitting somewhere then yes i would choose exposure exposure yeah exactly right but if if i have to pay my bills rent is coming up i have a car note then i might choose money or i might say i want my face everywhere right because that way at least people get to see my work and i can get right. books to hire paying jobs right no that makes sense great yeah. answer yeah. <laughs> that's a tough one great answer uh so what what type Ooh. of genres are you go, go ahead oh and one thing i also wanted to add is that even actors are not even getting paid for their likeness to be used and i was gonna i was actually gonna touch crazy. on that i was gonna touch on that yeah. so um before i do one question before that uh-huh. so what are your favorite genres period films period films so you like period pieces I like love period um, gladiator pieces. Oh, and uh, braveheart yes my my yeah. dream my ultimate career goal is to be in a period piece oh as um, as I, what as what do you have a role in mind or you, you uh, you're open i'm open okay. i don't want to play another uh role where it's someone's wife or someone's I was, girlfriend because <laughs> I, 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 I was just gonna say <laughs> 
you you play a great queen's uh, king's wife. Oh I was just going to say that because you're very regal. But, you're very royal. Oh, thank you. But if it has some depth to it, yes. But if it has no depth, because I've, I've gotten that before. Yeah. And I literally stopped taking roles because that's all I was getting. Because I'm like, I can do so much more. Right. I have so much um, depth to me or depth uh, into what I put into my the characters I play. And I, I don't want to just play old someone's girlfriend and, right. and that's it. Right. It makes sense. But being a king's wife and she has some depth, yes, I'll yeah. take it. I'll yeah. take it. Okay. No, that yeah. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. And then back to the point I was going to, other question I was going to ask you, uh, you brought it up first about actors getting paid for, for their likeness. So mm-hmm. what are your thoughts on intellectual property in regards to AI? So that's another thing that a lot of actors are fighting for right now when it comes yeah. to they want to be paid for their intellectual property, which means if you're an actor hmm. and you film this especially has to do with shows mm-hmm. or you sign with an agency or a big company yeah. and you film a movie or show, whatever it is, they have in a lot of the contracts, they have the ability to keep using your likeness over right. and over again without paying you for it. You get right. paid the first time the and first that's time. it. Mm-hmm. So what is your perspective on, on that? Ex- again, especially with the advent of AI where they can just take you, take mm-hmm. your face, take everything, yeah. put you in a thousand movies. It looks just like you. You, you might be saying things you don't want to say, yeah. acting in roles you don't want to act in. Right. But the audience thinks it's you. It's highway right. robbery. That, that's my opinion, and I stand by it. It's highway robbery. Because why, if, if it's not important to you, why are you using my face? Mm. Apparently, my face sells. And you're using my face to make money. You can create an AI of anything. Put it any face you want, slap it on it. But apparently, my, my face is of value and is providing value to your pockets. And you're telling me I can't have any of it? Yeah. That's highway robbery. Yeah. And I, I don't agree. I don't so agree you're obviously on the, on the actor's side yes. of this as well. Yeah, yeah. not yeah. just because I'm an actor, but I just don't agree with it. Yeah. And I remember even back in the day, people used to sell um, CDs that they, um, what's the word, that they make just a copy of. I'll literally go on iTunes and buy it. Because I don't believe intellectual property should be stolen. Right, right. That's how much I take it seriously. Yeah. And do you think it's the actor's job to fight for themselves? Or do you think that there should be laws passed that protect all actors? I believe Um, both. Fight for yourself. And also there should be laws. If people wouldn't agree to what you're protesting for, then laws should come into place. Yeah. Because it's only common sense. How can you go to work and you're saying, oh, we're just going to use your... okay." Let's say, for example, a con- construction worker. He's really strong, and he goes in every day and uses his muscles, for example, right, to do the job. And then you capture that muscle. Yeah. And you say, oh, well, I'm just going to create an AI to implement the exact same strength you're implementing, but you're not going to get a dime for it. Mm, yeah, that makes sense. It's almost like, uh, yeah, it's just, I, I, I don't agree. I don't yeah. agree with it. No, that makes sense. All. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, it makes sense to me. And I think that um, I'm glad a lot of actors are fighting for that right now because I can see how this 
in a couple of years can get very, very messy. Yeah. Um, there was an example of a of this actually in Black Mirror, I, I believe, in the newer season, huh. where somebody's intellectual property was being used in ways that she, oh, she wow. didn't want to be used in. I think, oh, no. um, I forgot what episode it was, but it was a great, great, great eye-opening episode. Hmm. And if you haven't wow. seen it... Um, I've seen Black Mirror, actually. No, that episode. I just don't know which episode you're talking about. Yeah. Um, if you haven't seen it, I would definitely recommend it. I just wish I remembered what the... Oh, it was called Jonah's Awful. That was the episode, uh, and that's still in the latest season. I'd recommend you watch oh, that wow. when you get a chance. Jonah's okay. awful. Okay, I, yeah. have, I, I don't think I've seen that. Uh, it's yeah, it's a great episode. But obviously, they're using her because her face sells for whatever reason. Yeah. Or whatever her persona, her image, whatever it is, is useful to the business owner. Right, and that was the idea behind it. But once you see the episode, you, man, it was brilliantly. Uh, done and it's very realistic in a sense that we, i can see how this is a thing in a year I mean, or two yeah it's okay so. you can use my like can you imagine okay for example i used to model i still model here and there but a model being used her face her body her shape everything is being used in ai but she's not getting a dime for it well part of the issue too is let's say they are paying you for it but so how far can they go if you're getting paid for it Mm-hmm. How far can they go um, with your artistic? Um, there has to be a, a, a red line drawn, right? Yeah. So there's, they, yeah, let's absolutely. say they're giving you a million dollars for every time that you use your likeness. Well, do they well, get to do whatever they want with it? No. You know what I mean? Do they get a sign off from me? Like, uh, right. okay, so we're going to use a, your likeness to do this. If I don't agree with it or in real life, I wouldn't even stand for it. Right. Then that's not fair either. I feel like an actor. In spite of AI or not, you still have a say in how their likeness or image right. can be used. There are definitely different degrees to, to this. So, <laughs> so it's a tough. It's a <sighs> it's a slippery slope. Yeah. Slippery slope. But so, uh, I'm glad that again actors are um, privy to this being an issue, and yeah. a lot of actors are really putting a lot of effort behind this to come together, band together, and really fight Absolutely. for what they deserve. Um, Absolutely. And then earlier when we were speaking about period pieces one of the pieces that came to mind or movies that came to mind was actually passion of christ Ooh. i'm not sure if you remember seeing that that came out when oh i was a, a lot younger and i saw that that was a great great uh, great great movie heart wrenching heart gutting i know it was I everything know. it was everything um so i wanted to ask you like what are your thoughts on like religion if you have any in today's society in general mm-hmm. or even in the entertainment uh business uh, religion. Um, that's that's a close uh, topic to my heart. Yeah. Well, religion in in the sense that I'm a Christian. Okay. Um, I believe in God. I believe in Christ. Um, however, I do not support how religion, especially in Christianity, has just gone sideways. Mm. It's no longer about, or for the most part, is no longer about christ or god right it's about money Mm. it's about criticizing the same people we are supposed to love but come to think about it has it ever been about christ or god like when he really (laughs) and and that's a serious question i think now more people are aware that Mm -hmm. it's not necessarily black and white there's a lot of gray gray areas but if you really think about it um 
I grew up in a church and like looking back 20 years ago, 25 years ago, mm-hmm. I can see how a lot of pastors yeah. use religion as a gateway to make money. Even as a kid, when I look right, back, right. you know, having three, four offering sessions in, in, uh, in, <laughs> on the one Sunday. Yeah. So that's that. And it's a, I don't expect you to answer this question is more mm-hmm. like a rhetorical question, right, but right. has it ever been in a sense? I think we can look at different religions and say, yeah. well, God wouldn't support this exactly. or God wouldn't support that. It's you know, sadly, we think we're serving God, but we don't even know right. what we're serving. Yeah. It's like some of us are just born into it. Right. And right. And that's up, powerful. Yeah. We just take up the role like, oh, well, I was born here. I'm just doing what my dad did. I think that's what I'm most of what us do. Right. Did. In any in any environment, it could be religion. It could be watching your your dad beat your mom or mm-hmm. your mom do whatever mm-hmm. or your friends and you just take after your environment and right. your surroundings and you exactly. think it's normal exactly and that's so funny it's it, it, it's it occurred to me that um what we think we know about god what if it all is just a fog right just bad weather right and what we think is just bad weather and once we allow ourselves to look clearly we realize, oh my God, this is so much more beautiful than I could have ever imagined. And that's I, yeah. what happened to me when I decided to look closely and literally ask God, like, God, I know there's much more. I know there's much more um, than what I already know. Yeah. yeah. I think that's a really good point. I think, and I love that you just made that point because I think even outside of religion, what you just said permeates all areas of life. Like, you need to go into the darkness on your own right, sometimes right. and i don't mean a literal darkness i just mean taking somebody else's word for whatever right mm-hmm. um we've all been told told yeah our entire lives that if you touch that fire if you touch that stove you're gonna get burned mm-hmm. but i don't think there's any one person in this lifetime or in the world alive right now that mm-hmm. hasn't still touched the stove the to stove? get burned anyway exactly like we all know not to touch the stove not because but, somebody else told you not to yeah you but because you did anyway. Anyway, yeah. And I think it's the same thing with religion. Like you, I think a lot of times, most people, most people that who are religious, mm-hmm. um, or even not religious, ha- have come to whatever they believe in because of what they've been told. Told, right. For people who don't believe in God, I think most of the time, if you, not, not in all cases, there are a lot of people who grew up in a church mm-hmm. and because of what they went through, Unfortunately, they've pulled away and pulled no away. longer believe in God yeah. because their stance is, yeah. if God is real, why would he do this? Right. Why would he do that? Why would this happen to me? Why exactly. would the pastor rape me or do whatever? Right, right? exactly. So they've pulled away because of that. Mm-hmm. And for some people, it's it's the opposite. But my main point is, I think that going on that journey yourself is always the key. It's right? always key. In life, in all areas. Because yeah. at some point, you have to speak to yourself. Right. And be like, is this it? Right. Or is there more? Or is it deeper? What I know, what I think is it, it might be it for real. But is that all there is? Right. And that's what I had to do. No, and, that's, that's a good point. That's yeah. a really good point. And um, so looking back, would you say that your uh, beliefs or your Christianity has guided or shaped your decisions when it comes to acting roles you've taken or do you kind of separate religion from 
um, the art of being an actor. Oh, I see. The thing is, before I actually started, I wrote it down. God, I'm never going to take a role that goes against my belief. And mm. this was in high school. This was in high school. In in high school, I already knew, like, yeah. God is for real. So I already knew since then, like, I was not going to take roles that I was not comfortable with. No matter how much it is, no matter how razzle-dazzle. Sure. I've gotten some weird contracts before in, in modeling where you read the fine lines and it says, oh, we can do this, we can do this, you should be able to do this. You right. To. And I, I didn't sign it because it just goes against. Because So, yeah. The question is, yes. Um, my faith, I won't even call it religion because I don't believe in religion. Yeah. <laughs> religion is wicked. But my faith in Jesus Christ um, has honestly guided me into the kinds of role I take okay. or have taken. I have taken a role before in the past where... Uh, actually, it wasn't that bad. It wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. It was a scene I had to do. I was in bed with my um, my shirt off. I had my bra on and everything. Yeah. But now when I look back, I was like, um, I don't think it was tastefully done. Right. Not that it was wrong. Right, right, right. It wasn't tastefully done. But yes, in general, I let my faith and, guide me. And it's so funny that you bring that up because um, my next question, based on what you just said, was how do you delineate and part of this is a rhetorical question mm -hmm. but how do you delineate between your quote-unquote uh i was gonna say religious beliefs mm -hmm. your um faith your faith versus your personal beliefs because i think sometimes the lines get blurred mm -hmm. between faith and personal beliefs mm -hmm. um so how do you manage that and how do you yeah how do you delineate how do you tell the difference between okay I don't want to do this just because I don't want to do it, and mm. I'm just not cool with that. Yeah. Versus, um, my fate tells me this is wrong. Right. Well, there, again, that comes back to me saying I don't believe in religion. Right. And it's more of my faith, and my faith is rooted in Jesus Christ, my right. relationship with Christ. So I don't just let religion or faith in general but my relationship with jesus christ right. kind of tells me and that way for me the lines are almost the same because if you are this person and you're grounded in christ and you you know christ is real you know all these things it, it's hard to separate both yeah it's very hard <laughs> to separate both um in that sense because i don't i don't see how my personal decisions are different from my faith right it's all blended it's in. all blended yeah. in it's all blended makes in. sense yeah makes sense and then that leads me to dating so how do you um when it comes to dating how do you differentiate between someone that wants to date you because oh my gosh i want to date an actress that's like super yeah. cool <laughs> versus getting to or wanting to date you for you ah oh, that's a hard one there's even a time I was dating before and or I wanted to start dating someone and the person was like, oh, you're an actor. All actors are liars. I mean, <laughs> okay. I never heard that one before, I but mean, OK. That was the end of all oh, like, actors are liars. For, thank you for saying that because I won't waste my time hanging out with you. Sounds like they were hurt. <laughs> but um, yeah, dating Jesus. Whew, that's been a tough Dating in 2020 is like a whole different ball game. A whole different ball game. 
and I used to just date for fun before and now it's like it's been a very long time since I've done that just dating for fun because I want to create memories with someone that I actually love and value not just someone that's oh I'm just dating this person for fun and I I don't want to create valuable memories with someone I'm just dating for fun and they may disappear tomorrow I want to have those memories now with someone I actually see my future with yeah yeah that makes sense and I think that's hard to do in 2023 from your perspective why would you say it's hard because a lot of people just want to play games. Yeah. A lot of people just want to play games. It's definitely a lot harder to meet people um, just out and about. Because it's funny because now I feel like nowadays when you're out and about, you're actually not looking to meet anybody. But when you're at home and you get on the apps, you're, that's when you want to <laughs> yeah, meet people. Wanna... It's a weird thing oh, that technology so weird. has kind of done to us. When, it, when you really I sit down and think about it. When most people are out, they're not looking they're to not look, yeah, meet yeah. people or if they see somebody they're attracted to or mm-hmm. maybe potentially interested in, it doesn't really strike them. Maybe I could be wrong, but it doesn't strike them to you're say, actually right. let me go talk to this person. Yeah, yeah, actually you're right. Because now it's like when I'm out, it's I'm not even looking at anyone right. <laughs> to begin with. As of before, it's like, oh, you look at this person like, oh, he's cute or oh, he's nice. But now it's just like, I'm just going where I'm going. I'm not looking to engage or have anyone talk to me in that in that way. Yeah. It's just now all online. Right, really. right. Yeah. And would, would you say you're a traditional dater? Or would you say that um, you have your own set of beliefs and you don't really go by, quote unquote, traditional values? And what I, what I mean by that is, mm-hmm. let's say if you saw a man and he saw you mm-hmm. or you think he saw you, do you feel like it's his job to approach you um, if you're on a first date? For example, do you think it's his job to pay for you? Mm-hmm. Um, so that's and just clarifying oh, okay. what I mean by traditional yeah, versus because yeah, yeah, yeah. the way I, I see things, I think it depends. If we're going on a date, I've never met you before. Let already, me go first. Let me go yeah, first. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Let me go first. So I used to believe. Okay. Um, so you're, you're reformed. Whatever whatever statement <laughs> you're about reformed. to make, you're reformed. reformed. Okay. So I used to believe many years ago. That, oh, if you ask me out, well, it's your job to, you ask me, ask me out. Yeah. So you're taking me out and you should cover it. But now I believe, again, I don't know you. You don't know me. Let's go grab coffee. You don't need to splurge. You don't yeah. need to spend all your empty your pockets on me because I literally don't know you. So we could go grab coffee or grab lunch. If you want to take me out on dinner, that's your choice. All right, I'll leave it up to you to take me out on dinner. If you want to splurge, go ahead. Right. But I wouldn't expect that, or I've stopped expecting that. As I, I you know, grow older, it's like, you don't, I really don't care about that anymore. Yeah. I just care about where we can build after the first or second date. That's good. That's a good perspective to, to look at it from. So yeah. now after the first or second date, you're on the third date. Then you can go ahead and splurge. <laughs> yes, take me to dinner and spend all your money into yeah. your bank account. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> oh, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but yeah, now I don't, I don't, I don't, it's not like, oh, he has to take me out or he has to be in the evening. Why would I want to spend my evenings with you? Yeah. My evenings are when I can relax, watch Netflix, drink nice tea. Hashtag Netflix and Hashtag chill. Netflix and chill. By Netflix myself. tea and chill. And chill. Netflix <laughs> tea and chill. Um, yeah, my evening is for myself, where yeah. I can relax and just bask in my house, 
um, I wouldn't want to just give that to you just because I'm on a first date with you. I may never see you again. Right. That's true. Now that makes I mean, sense. That's how I see it, at least. I'm, I'm, maybe a lot of women don't agree. I'm sure some a lot of women don't agree, but that makes sense. Just me. I mean, why would I want him to spend all his money on me? He doesn't even know me. Yeah. No, that makes sense. And then, what would you say is your barometer, your measuring stick for um, getting into a relationship with someone? Are there certain things that you look for? Are there certain? I'm sure there's certain ideals and morals that mm-hmm. you um, prefer. But as far as feeling comfortable enough to say, okay, you're a high value woman. Mm-hmm. Um, so to get to that point where you feel like, all right, I can, I feel comfortable getting into a committed relationship with this person. Yeah. What is your measuring stick for that? Do you feel like for you it's time? You need a certain amount of time before you feel that comfortable? Do you feel like it's meeting their friends right. and family so you get an idea of who they really are outside of just you and that person being together? Right. Yeah. Do you use career as a measuring stick? Do they have to have a certain type of career? Because, yeah. And it makes sense for from a woman's perspective, right? Right. It's biological. You want a man that can take care of you yep. physically, Security. mentally, financially, yeah, um, and other areas. So, what's your measuring stick? Well, for one, my number one measuring stick is we have to have the same values. Okay. And not just the same values, you have to believe what I believe. I wouldn't just date someone who doesn't believe what I believe, faith-wise, because then th- that, there will be arguments. Right. I don't want to have to convince you. <laughs> I don't want to have to convince you, like, oh, no, you have to be a Christian now. And maybe he doesn't want to be a Christian. So right. it's like, I don't want to put myself through that. Um, so that's number one. In regards to values, our values have to has to be the same. He has to believe in family. I love family. I love my family. So he has to love his family, too. How about if you're dating someone or you're in a relationship with someone that didn't grow up from a good family? So they don't, have, no, they, they don't understand the value of family. They, they treat you like the amazing person you are, they give you everything, but they don't understand the, the value of family just because they didn't grow up in a, they grew up in a broken family, let's say. Or they, they were adopted. Well, I don't know. If you don't understand the value of family, then how are you going to love our family? Well, that has nothing you to don't do. Know, or you may not even know how to treat me in the long run. So In the presence, you may right. be a nice guy, but in the grand scheme of things, I, I don't know. That's right. the thing. I don't know. And so, I don't want to have to find out. Right. So do you, you feel like outside of being a good person, mm-hmm. a requirement for you is to grow up in a, let's just say, a two-parent household? Yes. And that's a disqualifying factor. I'm not disqualifying. It just doesn't work for me. So it's a disqualifying factor. <laughs> it just doesn't work for me because I don't know what you... I, I, don't, I don't know how you really think. I don't know how you really feel. Um, I don't know how what your decisions are going to be in the long run. I don't know. And some people don't grow up in a good home, and they, and they realize like, oh, I'm going to make sure this doesn't happen. And, and that's my, in my, that's my own point. family, right? So it's like that's the thing. But I don't know. So, I don't know. Okay, way. there are a lot of men and women that grow up in amazing households who are terrible parents, terrible partners. So how mm-hmm. how do you know? That's the thing. I don't know. But the likelihood of the percentage, at yeah. least my percentage of the percentage of it failing woefully is going to be less than someone maybe who doesn't know how to treat women or maybe he grew up watching his father bit his mom or his right. mom 
mishandle his dad or slap him around are you going to bring that into our relationship i don't know right and i don't want to have to spend my time investing you invest in our relationship and then you do that down the road well that's a really good point um i do i have to i see it the other way only because there are more people who grew up in two-parent households Mm -hmm. especially back then now i the divorce rate is insane now yeah but back then Mm -hmm. right um i'm assuming the people you're dating there's a higher way higher percentage of people who grew up in two-parent households that don't know how to be in a relationship don't know how to be a man don't know how to be a woman a lot than people that didn't grow up in a two-parent household so i don't think when you look at the statistics there's really no in my opinion i could be wrong way to back up the idea that if you didn't grow up in a two-parent household then Mm. you know you understand what it means to be a a good mom or a good dad or even a good partner and i'm speaking from experience Mm -hmm. because i've dated women who uh, grew up in an environment where their parents are divorced yeah and looking back i can definitely point to things and say wow the fact that you didn't have your dad in your life affected you this way or your mom in your life affected you this way. Mm-hmm. Um, but just as much as I can say that, yeah. I've dated more people who did grow up in a two-parent household and they've had <laughs> way more issues. Right. Whether it's daddy issues, right. whether it's their mom just was not a good parent to them. So mm-hmm. because of that, yeah. it's shaped who they are as a woman yeah. and the essence of being a woman and being loving and caring. Right. Maybe they, they're loving and caring towards me but, but towards other not. people exactly so i'm saying all this to say is i think you should be more open to that only because or actually you don't have to be more open but my point is i think that if we approach things with the especially dating mm-hmm. with the assumption that well one plus one is two so it has to be based on that based on that assumption <laughs> then we have to make this decision and that no, decision i see what you're saying yeah. i see what you're saying but at the same time see when i said i don't know right like i don't want to guess that you're going to be an amazing guy i i don't want to guess either and, way and it makes sense either way i'm thinking when i'm dating now i'm thinking of my future i'm thinking of my future kids are they going to know how to treat my future family sure if we end up together are they going to know how to navigate that situation. And that's they fair, never really, that's fair, yeah. They never saw a good example. Um, so that's just, I don't know. And no, that's 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 very fair. And even with the, um, you made a really great point about religion, and I feel like a lot of people see things that way, mm-hmm. as far as I want to be with a woman or I want to be with a man that has the same um, spiritual values as I do. Either... Mm-hmm. I don't believe in God, so I want to be with someone that doesn't believe in God. I don't want yeah. all that. I don't want to talk about God all the time. Right, right, right. Or I believe in God, mm-hmm. and I want a man or a woman that mm-hmm. also believes in God. Right. That, that makes sense, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. But again, from my perspective, um, I think that when we approach life in that way, we do ourselves an injustice. And I, the only reason I feel that way is because I've been on both sides of the spectrum. Mm-hmm. On all sides of the spectrum, actually. I've been with a woman that believed in God, and she was just... For, on the far oh, end off the, off the fence yep i she was on the cross <laughs> she was, she was beyond the, the fence she was all she was on the cross um i've been with a woman who did not believe in god at mm-hmm. all and i've been with a woman that said i don't know right right and one thing one common denominator between all those experiences is how much it 
it grew me me as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think about how I would be if I didn't have those experiences. Mm-hmm. And it would definitely take away partially from who I am today because they taught me just observing Something. them, yeah, watching them, being with someone and spending some with time with someone that has a different perspective on things as you. Mm-hmm. Spending time with someone that does not, sorry, um, that does not have a different perspective as you. Yeah. Someone that says, being with someone that says, you know what? I just don't know. Right, right. All those experiences mm-hmm. really contributed to my growth as a person. Now, right. I can't say that it'll be the same thing for anybody else. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, we all have the choice to choose who we want to be with. But yeah. I just yeah. I just think that, again, for me personally, if I chose, because I believe in God. Mm-hmm. If I chose to say, you know what, you don't believe in God, I can't be with you, which... Again, if somebody made that decision, it makes sense to me. It, it makes sense again, to me. Again, that's you, right? That's and that's you. why I keep saying it to me. I can't speak <laughs> yeah, for everybody. Yeah, so that's you. Me, for one, I, I don't have the luxury of waiting the, I like to that, see. the luxury <laughs> to find out. I don't out. have the luxury of waiting to find yeah. out either way. Yeah. Right now, I'm looking for who I gel with, yeah. who have the same value with me, yeah. who is going to potentially treat our family, our own personal yeah. family really well. So I'm looking at the grand scheme of things, not just the now and I just don't have the luxury. Yeah, no, it makes that. sense. It makes Maybe sense. Maybe in the past, I didn't care much. Yeah. But again, as I get older, I'm just like, yeah. You'd rather I, play it safe. You I, don't I'd have time for it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'd rather play it safe than. And make sure the odds are in your favor. Yeah. You you said it perfectly. Yeah. The odds are in my favor. What's that movie? Um. Oh, what's that movie? May the odds be with you or. Anyway. Oh, you're yeah, talking about I Star Wars. May the, was it? Yeah, yeah, that's Star Wars. Star Wars. May right? the Force. May, May the, the Force, force be with you. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. Yeah. No, that's this is a really good conversation. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> um so all all this leads me to uh think about life because we're pretty much this whole conversation has spanned different aspects of life, aspects right? Of life, yeah. So this leads me to be, uh to to think about different aspects of life, how we conquer life, mm-hmm. how we overcome life's obstacles the ups the downs or being an actor there's so many actors that can sit down and say man i thought i had this role it was right in front of me that happened to me before there you go there you go (laughs) um we talk about relationships there's so many people that can say man i thought this was the one he was great she was great everything was perfect it didn't work out um we've talked about so many different aspects so i'm curious what is your perspective? Or oh, even religion, right? There's mm-hmm. so many people who say, man, I, I thought this was it. It felt so right. And then this right, happened to me. And right. now I'm questioning everything. Right. Um, so what are your what is your perspective on life's obstacles, um, life's accidents, mm-hmm. life's traumas, oh my. life's collisions? <laughs> Um, so what is your perspective on all those, all those things I just mentioned and still finding the strength, especially from a faith perspective, right? Mm-hmm. We talked about faith earlier yeah. to overcome right, right. all those things. <sighs> My conclusion is life is hard. <laughs> or, or, to find happiness in spite of all those in things. Spite yeah. Of, yeah. yeah, life in itself is hard. If anyone says, oh, it's easy, it is hard. Yeah. I don't even care how rich or wealthy you are. 
even wealthy people face their own yeah. hardships. It comes in different ways. It comes in different ways, and they may not even uh, speak on it. Um, however, how to navigate? Oh my goodness, you have to kind of be. Happiness comes from within. That is so true. Easier said than done, it's, but it's a thousand percent it, true. Yeah, I'm telling you right now. Same thing with love, right? You can't love someone love. without loving yourself first. You have yeah. to love yourself first. If not, you're, you're setting yourself up for failure. You're setting yourself up to break someone's heart. It has to come from within. Um, for example, I, I've, I've not actually never spoken about this before, but um, something really terrible happened to me in 2020. And I remember then a week right before it happened, I was making this video because I love content content creation. So I was making this video to post and I was like, you know, Jesus is not uh, believing in Jesus is not going to make you happy believing in Jesus. And at the time for me, it was just words like, uh, OK, you were saying that I was saying that okay. it was a sound that was created. I don't remember. Okay who created the, the original video. And, you know, believing in Jesus is not going to make you happy. It's about blah, 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 blah. But anyway, a week after that, I end up in a coma. Um, so I gratefully came out of that um, a couple of weeks later. However. Well, I hope you did. We're not in the afterlife. <laughs> <laughs> We're not filming this in the afterlife. So, <laughs> so you're here. <laughs> If you're hearing Wait, this, I know, right? We are not in the afterlife We're right now. We're not in the afterlife. Um, this podcast is live and real. Yes, yes. <laughs> but yeah, I uh, came out of that, obviously. And till to this day, I promise you, I have never asked God why. Mm. I've never asked why I went through it. I'm still even facing like... Um, just trying to get better, even yeah. still, up till now. And I have never asked God, why me? Because I remember the video. I was actually didn't remember. Can I you, was scrolling. Can you expand on that meaning? Because I'm not sure I understand. You said you were making a video saying yeah, that Jesus saying, is not oh, going to make you happy. What was the message behind it? The message is, oh, you, you can, you, you're supposed to be happy. On your own. On your own, right? Got it. And then that test came right afterwards so are you so is, is the idea or part of your point is so i guess I, I was about to get to it okay is that i came out of that and i'm still happy i see you're not searching I'm for not happiness searching, outside of yourself pretty much right. i'm not searching for happiness in spite of, oh i went through a hard time oh i'm still going through a hard time and people ask me how do you do it i don't know yeah i just do it because again, I'm not searching for happiness outside of me. Um, I didn't before, and now I'm I'm still not searching right. for happiness outside, and I'm genuinely happy. Right. And do you have any? Do you feel like it's something that you've? Um, it just permeates permeates inside your your heart and your spirit, or do you feel like for someone listening right now, for people listening who might feel like, how do I get to that place? Do you have any advice for them? I would say just search within just start you just the answer lies within it's not about what validation outside of you or in your circle wherever you are it's from it's all from within and you have to have a conversation with yourself like i choose to be happy in spite of a b c d e f g 
So it's just owning the fact that happiness is is my choice in spite of is what life is thrown at me. In spite yeah. of you have to decide before anything happens to you. Before you go through even the hardship. Or even if you're going through it now, you have to decide, you know what? I choose to be happy. Like this challenge is not above me. Like, you know, you're yeah. you're on top of it. You don't know it, you don't see it, but you you got it. Yeah. You're on top of it. You're on top of it. Um so yeah, that's that's what I have to say in regards to happiness um, or being fulfilled in any way. And those are two different things. You can still um, feel like you're not fulfilled, but you can still be happy. Like no matter what is going on, you can just actually still be happy. Yeah. You can decide, you know what? I'm going to be happy today. No one is going to ruin my day today. I choose to be happy. Um, Miss uh, <laughs> Aunt Esther can slap your face or yeah. call you names. And you're going to be like, you know what? I don't have time for you today. I'm going to be happy today. Call me whatever you want. Yeah. I'm going to be happy today. Not <laughs> yeah. today. Yeah, um, I like that. Yeah, that's how I just see see life. And by God's grace, I'm also rooted in Christ. So that, that also helps me too. Yeah. Yeah, that's good. Wow, well said. Well Thank said. <laughs> Thank um, you. We're going to wrap things up soon or right now. But before I do, I want to <laughs> leave you with uh, one more thing. So what is your uh, vision for the future? What do you see yourself? What would you like to be career-wise? You, you mentioned earlier you love content creation. Mm-hmm. Um, what is your uh, vision for the future? As as we'll focus on, the, on on your acting as an actress. Do you have one? Are you looking to pivot to a different career field? Um, do you prefer? Would you love to be in a TV show? Would you love mm-hmm. to be in a, in a big movie? Um, what is your? Would you love to build a, an audience on social media? Mm-hmm. Um, we're moving into augmented reality now. That's the yeah, next phase of of social media. So, oh, what is your vision for the future? All of the above. Yeah, you want you want it all. <laughs> all of the. Why not? I want it all. Every piece, every single piece. Yeah. Uh, working with big brands, being in a big movie, having a great TV show. Because a lot of actors now make a TV series. Right. So. Go ahead. It's. It's no longer, um, oh, I'm an actor. I can't be on TV. Yeah. Or I can't be on TV. No, everyone is like, it's a level level playing, playing field, field now. Yeah. Like everyone is diving into content creation, social media, um, uh, movies, uh, TV series. Um, so. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good point. Yeah, I want it all. Yeah. Want it all. That's good. Yeah. That's good. <laughs> and actually, that reminds me, I was going to say there are some cool shows out right now. Are there any shows that you're really big fan of that in a perfect world you love to, to be a part of? As an actor, have you seen shows where you'd be like, man, I would love to be in that show? As a as a whether it's a it's a guest as a mm-hmm. guest um actor or yeah. just a part of the series? Um, oh, one I would love to be in is, uh, oh my God, what's the name? It's a period piece. It's a period, of course it is. (laughs) It's a big period piece that it was a lot of, um, oh my God, what's the name? It was a lot of black people that had major roles. And that was the first time I've ever seen that. Is it on Netflix or is it? It's on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Um, anyway. 
That show. I'll get the name. Whatever yeah, that show that is. Show that is. show. <laughs> Whenever, before this goes live, I'll try to um, text you the name. Is there any other one that you um, would like to be on besides the one you can't remember right now? Or, um, mm, let's see, let's see. And if not, it's okay. I'm just curious. There's one I'm, curious. I'm watching right now. Is eighteen twenty three? Eighteen twenty three. I heard about that. Yeah. Yeah, eighteen twenty three. It's really, really good. I love. Oh, I love everything about it. Yeah, eighteen twenty three. Eighteen twenty three. Okay. It's amazing. Yeah. Nice. Sounds good. And then, how can people find you? And these are all period pieces. Oh wow. We <laughs> didn't mention earlier you like period <laughs> pieces. So, weird. so. They're, yeah, they're all period pieces. Um, on Instagram, it's Lady London. I T S L A D Y L O N D O N um, on Instagram. Same name on YouTube. Same name on TikTok. All right. Yeah. Perfect. Well, thank you again. Wait, before I sure. go, what's your um, future aspirations? Oh, that's <laughs> that's that's for me to know and for the world to wonder. Oh, yeah. I like that. I like that. Yeah, I, like that. I work in silence. Oh really? <laughs> but but I, I, w- I will say one of um, one thing I love to do is, is um, expand um, this podcast. I feel like yeah. it's a very great platform for people to come on and yeah. have amazing conversations like we had today. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I draw a lot of um, I draw a lot of uh, um, admiration, or I have a lot of admiration for uh, the you know people like Lex Friedman. He's one of the yeah. lesser known podcasters, yeah. but he's yeah. really built his um his platform really um really big his think of joe rogan but more on the, on the nerdy sciencey side so he talks Ooh. a lot of about talks a lot of scientists oh that's good. um people really oh, doing nice. things in the world yeah. um of course joe rogan i love i love his work as well mm-hmm. um so for me this is a medium to um have amazing guests on that are more um on the younger side yeah. of things so joe rogan oh, obviously okay. he's been doing this for a long time but he's what in his close to 60s yeah so for me it's it's kind of taking uh or yeah taking a lot of the amazing work he's put out Mm -hmm. and trying to not necessarily replicate it but again just be a safe haven um and a platform for other younger people doing all the cool things we're doing Uh, we're the future so um but i'll share that with the world (laughs) that's one of the things i'm I'm looking to do and great uh, response by the way however the film i forgot to say is bridgerton bridgerton that's a big one i think that's I, I, that's one a lot of people that's one watch of my yeah biggest dream oh my god if i could get a role on bridgerton yeah i, I would like just play in the kitchen I, yeah i don't know whatever <laughs> it's a uk show correct <laughs> yeah 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 <coughs> excuse me yeah um all yep. right well thanks thank, again thank you for having me yes you're more than welcome hopefully we can uh, have you back Yes. In your future. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes. Um, thanks, guys, again, for listening, as always. And then until next time. See ya. See you later, alligators. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a while, crocodile. <laughs>